0: I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues. And by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lens on Fitness podcast. If you have listened to an episode once before and you have come back to hear another episode, thank you very much. And for those of you who are listening in for the very first time, I would like to say thank you to you also. Okay, so now regardless of whether you are into fitness or not, One thing you will have noticed is the huge uprise in the amount of people who are now following a plant-based diet or choosing to eat healthier in general. Obviously, this is a good thing because we want people to be healthier and live a life that is free from food-related illnesses. But also at the same time, you might have noticed that there are many people out there who enjoy eating meat and other foods that might be considered high in fat and sugar but they find it satisfying and it's something that they truly enjoy and look forward to. But here's the thing, it doesn't matter how or what you choose to eat, food choices come with a lot of judgment and criticism. And maybe you've been guilty of finding fault with what other people are eating, or you may have even been a victim of it. And despite what you think, food shaming is not all one-sided. Automatically, you would normally think that, It's the healthy people versus the non-healthy people. But it can actually work the other way around too. When I speak about myself, I have never made a claim to say that I eat healthy 100% of the time. 80% of the time, yes. The other 20% of the time, I will eat what I want to eat. But what I find is, when I'm spending that 80% of the time eating well, I usually get comments like, oh, you're being too strict on yourself you're not enjoying life, you're being boring, you're missing out. And when I'm spending the other 20% of my time eating whatever I, I choose to eat, those very same people will come out with a different comment. Oh, should you really be eating that chocolate cake? Do you realize how many calories that has in it? Doesn't that just go against everything that you stand for in terms of like fitness? It sounds crazy, but these comments, they're real. You know, food shaming comes in many disguises. It's not always going to be a verbal thing, but it's also a a behavior thing too. And if you're still not sure as to whether or not you yourself have been guilty of food shaming, I want you to listen to these four types of characters that I'm about to speak on. And I want to see if any of the the behaviors in these characters is something that you see in yourself. Number one, the food analyst constantly running a narrative on what other people are eating and you would dissect everything down to the last detail from how worthy the food is of being called food and all the way to the amount of e-numbers that it has in it and while this might make you feel good about yourself you're only making the shame feel terrible so instead of coming out with unwanted comments how about not discussing food choices unless you were asked to Number two, the superior plant-based eater. People truly understand your reasons for being a vegan and, and not eating meat. Even though you may think that they don't, people are fully aware. However, judging people for eating meat is a classic example of food shaming. I understand there is a, a message that you're trying to get across. And it's a great message because I for one believe that eating a plant-based diet is one of the healthiest diets out there. I don't know if you can get any more healthier than that. But if you are the type that struggles to hold your tongue every time you are around people who are eating meat, then it might be a good idea to start putting some breaks on your jaws. People have their reasons for eating meat in the same way that you have your reasons for not eating meat. So instead of trying to force your message across and trying to get people to convert at every chance that you get, How about allowing people to make the decision to to make that switch themselves? You know, people will make a change when they are ready and not when you think they should be ready. Number three, the must clean your plate enthusiast. There are some people who believe that once food is on your plate, it should not be wasted. And if you find yourself frowning at others when they throw food away, you need to just stop and think. Don't you think that it's better that a person is in tune with their body and knows when to stop eating when they're full? You know, try being a bit more polite. If the food that they're eating is something that can be saved for later and can be eaten as a snack, then how about suggesting this as an idea? Then this way the person won't feel so bad. Number four, when your facial expression says it all. You may look at a plate of junk food or fast food with disgust and disapproval But just be aware that your facial expression can have more of an effect on a person than you realize. So instead of scowling, why don't you just practice relaxing the muscles in your face and spend less time with your eyes fixed on their plate? Just think of something completely different and I'm pretty sure that that would be enough to fix your face. The whole purpose of this episode is not about picking at food shamers as such but just to make us all aware that food shaming is wrong because food shaming is equally as bad as body shaming and we all know that that is just not right and it wasn't until i sat back and looked at it in this way that i then had to pull myself to one side and say hey i don't want to be a part of this i don't want to be the type of person making other people feel bad about themselves i feel better within myself if people became infants by what I do and make changes themselves without me having to guilt trip them. You know, people are going to do what they want to do. And we have to allow that sometimes. And I always say, if somebody really wants your help and needs your opinion, they will ask for it. So just remember that. Okay. So thanks for listening. Take care of yourself and I shall see you on the next episode.